Hello and welcome to the Future Tribe podcast. Each week we'll be talking about getting things done. We'll talk to people who've built up their businesses, pulled off amazing projects and cover everything from psychology and strategy to the tips and tricks that will help make your dream a reality. We're the podcast that's all about empowering the optimists and the go-getters. I'm your host, Jermaine Muller. You're listening to the Future Tribe podcast and this episode is just getting started. So do you use um, any sort of intentional marketing methods to get clients at the moment? Or is it a lot of sort of doing the hard yards, getting, doing good work, and then that leading to word of mouth sort of jobs? Uh, definitely. The thing I found is that word of mouth is by far the best marketing tool I, I have currently. I'm, not, I'm, I'm breaking out into the social media platforms, but I, I'm not huge on them quite yet. Um, again, I'm just trying to get a good base on the uh, car yards around Canberra before I break out into the private market and retail market a bit more um i think the marketing like on social platforms would definitely help with people like yourself and people Mm -hmm. who just have the one-off door ding but i mean the car yards aren't scrolling through instagram looking at my work you know that they're sort of just hearing about someone is he good is he reliable yep all right call him up we need him here yeah so So there's sort of that that offline networking element as well, I would guess of, you know, you turn up to the car yard, you talk to them, you shake hands with the GM or whoever's in charge of sort of working with you. And then, then if you want more work or if you start to start to grow and get say one other person on board, then it's a matter of sort of going, mate, you know, thanks for for today. Um, Just so you know, we're getting someone else on board. Um, So we're really looking to sort of increase volume. And if if you can sort of manage that, then you can just grow uh, sort of through that offline networking sort of approach. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I I think that's the best way to do it. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where we go in the next, yeah, sort of six months. In the years to come, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. What are some mistakes that you've made um, through your journey? Anything that comes to your mind that goes, that you go, you know, uh, if someone else was to talk to me about whether it's this space or just business or life in general that you would sort of avoid? So to go to business directly, I'd say my biggest mistake and still I'm probably guilty of this is underquoting my work. So it's bad because I don't know, I get some bigger jobs like a hail damaged car and I sort of quoted out, you count the dents out and you're not, you know, a car might have 300 dents on it and you're not obviously charging what you would for one door ding for 300 dents. It's mm. astronomical. So well, I found mm. it hard to sort of find the fine line between wanting, wanting to get the job, but also valuing your time and the effort you put into the work. So, mm-hmm. you know, a hail damage car is great for someone like me who's still new in the industry because it's heaps of work, it's heaps of practice. You get a lot of practice stripping out, like, the interior of the car. It's just fantastic for someone like myself. So I really want the job. But at the same time, it's got to be worth it for me. I, I can't under, undercut my, you know, what I do just because I, I want the job. So I, I found it hard to, you know, f- find the sweet line between, getting the price right and getting the job. Um, so that's, mm. that's probably one of, the, one, one of the big mistakes I've made. Another mistake I've made is I've had a brand new cars out of the lot and I've had dents and I've managed to put a big scratch along the top of bonnets, you know, and, and that comes out of your own pocket at the end of the day. It's, it, it is the yeah. best way to learn, but it's a shame that it does happen like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and what was that a result of? Was it just 
you know, accidental sort of being just, just careless. Or, yeah, probably just being careless and not being something that slipped off and just run right down the bonnet. So it is my fault mm-hmm. at the end of the day, but you know, you got, you just got to take full responsibility and, um, you know, offer to reimburse. Just cop it. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is your fault. And even though you knew that there's sort of no, no place for that when you are running your own business, you know, the mistake for it, it comes back fully on you. And that's sort of what I was looking for getting out of hospitality, not to have, you know, no control because the boss is there and you've got these employees here meant to be looking after it's sort of everything does come back on you so it's it's often you know quite full on at times but i mean that's what i came into the business for was to have full responsibility mm-hmm. of what i do and you know you got to live with the consequences, the consequences. yeah and they're not major mistakes you know a bit of a paint scratch it is annoying but it is a mistake and on a brand new car, it's not really one you, you can afford to be making. It's an ideal. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Now, what do you, what do you hope to do moving forward? Give me an idea of sort of what are the next steps for capital dance um, over the next six to 12 months, any sort of, um, you know, things that you feel will hopefully sort of move the needle a bit more, get you, yeah. you know, trending positively in terms of work and, and finances, any, anything coming up? Definitely. So, um, I want to break into the hail chasing scene. So um, in Australia, we're pretty unlucky slash lucky because we do get a lot of hailstorms. So it's good for me, not so good for anyone that does live in these areas. Last November, I'm not sure if you remember, but Sydney got hit by a massive hailstorm. Um, and mm. I've been speaking to guys up in Sydney and they're still fixing cars from last November. So it's like wow. So 12 months 12 ago, 12 months ago, and they're still going, still churning through these cars and we're coming into next hail season. So we're probably looking at another big storm for the Sydney area. Um, wow. and that that's where the money is and that's where I want to be because that's just maximum time on metal and maximum time to just mm. get your skills better. So you're getting paid. And it's just, it's long hours, it's hard work, but that, that, that's where I want to be to really develop my skills and f- further what I'm doing. So probably I'm going to work pretty hard for the next eight months just in Canberra, growing those clients, keep going. And then I'll probably look mm-hmm. at getting up to Sydney um, and chasing some hail. It's called hail chasing. So we go up, you go up with a team of guys and sort of there's a, you know, a general manager and he sort of manages you guys and he'll speak to all the assessors from the insurance companies. He brings all the cars in right? and um, you just, you hammer through them. So it, it's, long, just, yeah. it's long hours and it's, it's hard work, but I think that's what will bring my skill to the next level where I need it to be. So I can really be competitive in Canberra uh, mm-hmm. with most of the other guys. Yeah. Um, one last thing before we sort of um, start wrapping up and ask um, and go into the top 12 and things like that. Yeah. Um, now that's escaped me. Um, ah, yes. So where do you, do you draw a line at, you know, do, do you envision sort of working hard for the next X amount of years and then going to, then do you know, do you have a thing in your head of like, I only have to work hard for so long and then I can sort of cruise or for you, is it more of a, you know, it's, it's, okay, then I'm going to have to work hard for, for, you know, till I retire or whatever yeah. it is, because that's part of what you do. So I guess what I'm asking is, is this sort of just investing into sort of raking in the dollars in the future and having a whole lot of time that, that, that you can sort of spend doing anything else? Or um, are you not thinking about business that way? Is it more of a, you know, it's a lifestyle. It's something that you're going to do um, because you're passionate about it. How, how do you think about 
yeah. that sort of thing? I'd say it's definitely a mixture of the two because I do have other interests and other hobbies. And I know a lot of people say you should make, you know, your hobbies your job. And that is true, but I don't think I could make my hobbies my job because I, I enjoy them because I, I only get so much time to do them. So, mm. you know, with the business, I, do, I, I really enjoy the industry and what I'm doing. So obviously growing my income and growing my reach um, is definitely something I want to be doing. But, um, yeah, moving forward into the future, I, I do want to be just seeing how much potential there is to make money um and i'm not looking at retiring by 32 you know and then living off the money i've made by the time i'm 32 i, I definitely want to work hard and you know i've been brought up in a family and dad's still working hard um mum's mm-hmm. you know worked hard her whole life so yeah i i, I don't think I, I want to get to a place where i can just make as much money as i can and then just sort of coast i want to yeah. want to have this as a job that you know is it, something that's always there it's reliable because people are always going to have dents in their cars you know what i mean so how do you get that drive? Because you, you said, you know, 300 dents on a car. Mm. Um, the first thing that came to my head is one dent sounds hard work. Mm. 300, I'd rather do anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you motivate yourself to do that? What, how do you stay focused? What, do, you, do you have any tricks that you use? Um, what, what, what's, what's driving you? Look, money definitely motivates me. I've got to be honest. I, you know, I, I always. Of course, yeah, hey, yeah. that's not something to be ashamed about. Yeah, yeah. I, think it's, I think you're lying if you say that money isn't a motivation. Yeah. Um, the only people who can say money isn't a motivation are the people who have a lot of money and don't need to absolutely. earn an income to then continue to exist. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely off. right. So when I'm there looking at 300 dents, you know, you just keep pushing, you sort of just stick your head down and just keep going. Yeah, it does get tough sometimes. You get frustrated and. It's tough, you know, it's a quite a precise um, precise trade. So sometimes your eyes get a bit mm. blurry and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, I've got to think about, you know, with each dent I'm getting better and, you know, it's better than sitting mm. at home and, you know, doing anything else. So I, I just keep pushing, keep pushing, and I get quicker. So that's part of getting better is getting quicker as well. So 300 dents might take me, you know, it probably took me a week. When I did my first hail car and then there's guys in the industry that are doing 300 dents in a couple of hours. So, you know, it's... Because you're just becoming better at the art. Exactly right. And that, I think that's what drives me because, like, the quicker I get at my work, obviously the quicker the money comes in too. So I've just got to think that with each dent, you know, it, there's... Yeah, you're just getting closer to sort of getting to that, you know, 300 dents in in three hours exactly. in sort of three days yeah. sort of mentality. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, I guess, just getting better. That's driving you is is sort of really honing in on what you're doing and sort of getting better in that space. That's right. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, um, before we get into the top 12, where can people find you? What, what, what now, you know, um, I guess we didn't really touch on what paintless dent repair is, but as the name suggests, essentially what you do is either go in from the inside of the car and push out the dents that it, it goes back to factory, or if you can't, go in and push out, you sort of use some special glue to then pull out a dent. Right. Is that yeah, that's correct? Yeah, that's correct. We briefly touched on it before when I was talking about the panel shops. But, um, yes. yeah, it, it is just the process of manipulating metal back to its factory condition and, and, and you're not affecting the factory finish, which is the most important part of keeping your car's... Um, keeping your car's value is the original paint. So is the paint and the integrity of the paint. Exactly right. Because at the end of the day, panel shops, you can have the best, 
you know, best spray painter in Australia to paint your um, paint your car okay. by hand. But you know, when you think of a big manufacturer like BMW, they've got multi-million dollar robots that are spray painting cars mm. with bare metal. Yeah, it's hard to replicate a factory finish. You know what I mean? I would say it's near impossible um, because they. I mean don't they do things like they essentially have massive car sized ovens that bake the paint exactly. and then they spray another layer on. And it, it's this kind of stuff that you can't, you can't do unless you strip the whole car back no. to bare metal, which no one's going to do to repaint a car. No. You're not going to get rid of the engine and all the internals that, that's right. just to do it. So yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and I guess it paintless dent re- removal works best where dents have been caused that haven't gotten rid of the paint. Um, as, is that yeah, fair to say as yeah, well? Yeah, paintless dent removal. So when the paint's being cracked, it can sometimes uh, ruin the integrity of the, the surrounding paint. So um, mm. ideally, we don't want to be dealing with paints, uh, damaged paints. But then again, I know some guys in Canberra they work directly with panel shops. So if paint has been damaged, they mm-hmm. they massage the metal out to get it flat and then the panel shop will paint it because it beats them having to order a new door skin only to put it on the Mm -hmm. car so you know we sort of work hand in hand with panel shops at the same time because if it is just a 50 cent size dent then they'll they'll get they'll work it out and then they'll repaint it opposed to ordering a new door from the factory and then having the mm. you know strip off. and waiting for the, and the costs exactly right. and all that involved as well exactly. and, and again i would assume if, because when you get a new door you can't necessarily put the interior finishing back mm-hmm. to the same quality and the same standards um so you might as well avoid all that and not touch any yeah. of that really yeah. and get in underneath and um massage it out so no sounds good um so where can people find you do you have a website yeah. do you have socials so, no website at the moment i think i might be speaking to someone about that soon but um uh-huh. yeah i'm just on instagram currently i've just started up on instagram at capital dense uh, pretty simple mm-hmm. um and then yeah any email inquiries or anything like that can be sent through there um but again in these early stages i'm just working off word of mouth and trying to get that good good base before I sort of pump a lot of money into marketing because at the moment yeah. money is just going back into buying tools and back into the business. So I know mm. marketing is going back into the business, but you know, I sort of need to get that good base um, with the car yards and then mm-hmm. hopefully, yeah, by the next six to 12 months, I'll definitely be looking at getting a website, even uploading to YouTube. I'm a big fan of YouTube um, and there is a few PDR guys on YouTube have really grown their channel quite quickly in the last sort of mm. 12 months. Um, I'm sure you know the platform's massive um, and yeah. it, it sort of gives people a sense for what you actually do because people don't, sort of hear about it but they don't know. So if I can do a video and show them, you know, link it in my bio and Instagram and say, look, check out the link, this is what I do and people are seeing, they're like, wow, that, that's pretty amazing. So I think it's more of an interactive way and you sort of are giving interest to the customer as well um mm. I, I know i've always enjoyed watching tutorials and how stuff works and i think that you know a lot of people can say the same thing so breaking into that uh youtube platform would definitely be something i'd be looking at as well so keep your eyes out yeah. there i'll yeah. be on this awesome yeah awesome well we'll have the links to uh your instagram um in the show notes so anyone listening anyone watching the video um it'll be there and you can get in touch with seb if you have any um any paintless dent removal needs. Um, let's get on to the top 12. You ready? Fantastic. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So uh, top three books or podcasts that you recommend to anyone listening? 
Okay, so unfortunately, I'm not much of a reader. My uh, girlfriend would hate to hear me saying that. She's always trying to get me to read more, but I, <laughs> I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Being, being that I work alone, um, often like in sheds, like by myself, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I turn through a lot of audio time. I should probably get into some audio books as well. But um, mm. podcasts I've found, five-minute marketing is just something that uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it's unparalleled. They're just short little snippets. They give you some great, great information on how to like uh, how, how to advertise Market yourself business, as a brand, yeah, yeah and, and your mm-hmm. skill. So I found they're really great. Um, and then I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, and I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of like stuff that's not directly um, related to business, but about how people work and their behaviour and what they're more inclined to do. I, I listen to a lot of guests, but I, I find a lot of interest in the entrepreneurs that he gets on the show and he talks mm-hmm. to. They obviously make mes- mega successful. He's had guys like Elon Musk and, mm-hmm. you know, mega successful guys on the show. Yeah, massive, massive names. names. But yeah. even the smaller guys or even the hardworking guys, he's had plenty of Marines on it. And just that fact, fact of like, you know, it is all in your mind and, you know, if you can put your mind to something, Mm. you reap the rewards so i I find that yeah and there's a third one one? i don't know i'd probably put it down to those two um yeah those two yeah yeah, i've um i I need to get into some more reading so um audible is fantastic i i personally vouch for audible there's a few audiobooks on there that i would i would recommend so um yeah i'm listening to one at the moment uh, okay. by Pat Flynn um, okay. called Superfans. Um, it's about Pat Flynn's got a, got a podcast mm-hmm. called Smart Passive Income um, and Ask Pat 2.0. So podcast that I'd recommend yeah. you check yeah. out as well um, where he gets people on yeah. and talks about marketing um, and Superfans is all about um, building out not just fans, but okay. super fans okay. for your business um, who yeah. talk about word of mouth. This is essentially how to sort of grow that in a very organic but intentional way. So, um, yeah, really yeah. recommend you check that out. Um, I was waiting for his audio book. He released mm-hmm. a book a few months ago and finally the audio books out. So I've been listening That's to fantastic. it every single uh, minute that I listen to a pod, yeah. listen to any sort of audio moving on top three software tools that you can't live without anything, any sort of tech tech tools, yeah. anything technology wise. So I, use, you use every I use a platform for my invoicing called invoicing to go. Um, it's pretty simple subscription mm-hmm. based, uh, app and it's on uh got a website as well and i find it's just seamless the connection between your phone and the website is awesome i can be on the car yard write up a quote or write up an invoice like on the spot um and then it's it sends through my um outlook inbox um directly to the customer it keeps a great log of paid invoices it even shows you when the customers open the invoice so you know they've received it um it, look it's been mm-hmm. great so that's invoice, invoice to go, go or invoicing to, to go. 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 Invoice um, to go. go. I've heard a lot of good mm-hmm. things about uh, zero as well. Um, it's probably something I look at mm-hmm. into. I uh, look into when I grow the business a bit more, um, because then you know, as you get uh, your accountant can then log in with you and sort of look at where your yeah your needs right, sort of exactly. increase. But while you're doing sort of starting off, you might as well start off with it's something a bit more affordable. Yeah. Um, yeah. and simpler because you don't need anything too Definitely. complex. So that, that'd be number one. Um, then number two would have to be Instagram. Instagram has been phenomenal in terms of connecting with 
clients, one like yourself, but also other PDR guys. So mm. PDR, the industry, it's massive in America, especially on the West Coast, California, San Diego area. And the best way to connect with these guys and talk to them about, you know, the industry, what they're doing, the tools they're using is through Instagram. It's fantastic with the voice memos. I've talked to, you know, dozens of guys, you know, you just send a question, just film it quickly and it zips across and it's just seamless, you know. You can interact with that, see the work they're doing. You can comment. You can ask how they're doing it. Uh, it's, it's been a huge help to, yeah, what, what I've been doing. So it's fantastic. Instagram, yeah. fantastic. Is there uh, a third the one? third one, does it have to directly relate to marketing or what my business is? No, no. Yeah. Anything that you use that you that you would recommend someone in else in the industry or just anyone else having a business. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Yeah. Anything, so anyone. I, I, I'm subscribed to this uh, website. It's called denttrainer.com. So if any of you guys are ever looking at getting in the industry, I know it's a bit of a niche, but denttrainer.com has mm-hmm. been an absolute lifesaver in terms of teaching me things that I otherwise would have no idea about. So again, it's just got hundreds of. It's like a YouTube, it's like its own YouTube. You have to subscribe and get a subscription or log in. You log in, there's thousands of hours of video. And it's just been, yeah, tremendous mm-hmm. in teaching me like various things about how to pull mini lights out from how to, you know, get beneath wheel wells of an M3. It's just that they've got hundreds of tips. So it, it, they've been a great help. Again, it's dentrainer.com. Dentrainer. Um, yeah. Dot com. Awesome. And one other tool that you use, what do you use to listen to? Uh, I use podcast app on iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. cool. yeah. It, 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 it shows me everything. Fantastic. Occasionally I use Spotify um, for stuff that isn't on the podcast mm-hmm. app, but I find that everything I'm interested in, it's there. I get a notification in the morning. I download it before I go to work and then, you know, it's just good. Yeah. Got it yeah. to listen to all day. Awesome. Um, top three mantras you try and live by anything yeah. sort of that you, that you keep in the back of your head when you need to be motivated. Yeah. So or again, I touched on a few of them during the podcast, but dad's always told me that, you know, if you put your mind to something and you really believe it doesn't matter what it is, you, you'll either go mad or it'll, it'll happen for you. You know, it's one of the two things, you know, uh-huh. probably three things you'll either die, you'll go mad or it's going to happen, you know. <laughs> you'll put 100% happen. of your work into it um, and, and it will happen. It's just, you know, it's, it's, some things come easier to some people and some people have to put more work in. But at the end of the day, if you're willing to put the work in, I think you'll always reap the rewards. It's not much of a mantra, but it, it, it's something I try to live by and, you know, work with in the back of my mind. So that'll be one. Mm-hmm. The second one is I find that, just the whole sense of karma, like putting good things out into the universe, they always come back to you. I think you might do one thing one day to, you know, reap immediate rewards, but it, it probably won't help you down the line. I think you've got to be thinking about the bigger picture. You might do some free work, free dent for someone, a free marketing for someone here, you know, and you don't see immediate results. But I think that sort of stuff always comes back to you further down the line. You. Um, you know, mm-hmm. karma, it's, it's a big thing. I think, I think you put good energy out there and it, it always finds its way back to you. Yeah. It'll yeah. come back to you. So again, yeah. just probably two for that one. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's all right. No, that's all good. Um, top three people that you follow now, when I say follow, I mean, you know, top three people that, um, you keep up to date with, you yeah. study, you, um, not necessarily, you know, follow on Instagram or Twitter, but more, um, people that you look up to or people that um, 
we can learn from yeah. and you learn from. Um, probably personally in my own life, again, dad, he's just always been pretty work, hard worker. I've ever had any questions to do with business and how I deal with a customer or a client. He's just been firsthand there to help mm. me. So he's always probably first call point of action if I ever need, you know, any, any questions answered. But um, again, moving away from that, um, I love the way that Joe Rogan lives his life and he's managed to find a good balance between business and pleasure. Um, he's got a, a good, got a lot of interest mm. in line with myself in nature and martial arts and interest in all that sort of stuff. And I, I just love how he's become so mega successful but managed to keep, you know, it, it's not all about money. He's, you know, obviously making a lot of money but he's still super happy with what he's doing and who he is as a person. So it's something that I want to be able to look back when I'm 40, 50 years old and be like, look, I haven't become this guy who's completely obsessed with money. We all love money, you know, it runs the world, but, you know, I still want to have my interests and be able to do what he's done. There's more. Yeah, yeah, just exactly money. right. Yeah. So, yeah, he's definitely someone that, I, I don't know, not necessarily look up to, but definitely hold up there as where I want to be at the end, you know, when, when I'm ready to retire. As a point of reference. Exactly right. To yeah, yeah. Look at. Yeah, because, you know, I've just got... We, we can't be exactly alike. He's not my idol or anything like that, but it, it's just cool to see someone that lives their life and is happy doing what they're doing. They're not sort of stuck down in some dead-head job because the money's kept in there. Mm. He's just happy doing what he's doing. So mm. that, that's probably another one. And then a third one would have to be Andrew, Andrew Uckel. So he's this dude... Um, he's a bit of a nature dude in Australia. He's a base, like he's a Steve Owen, like a young Steve Owen. Okay. So he's based yep. out um, up in the uh, Queensland at the moment. He does lots, lots of nature stuff. And I've always been involved with nature and like an interest in the wildlife. So I think those three people, like having someone business minded, but also, you know, someone who's surrounded by nature constantly. Um, it's good to have that balance because I could, name off three business people but you know my my interests aren't all in business so I think, mm. you know to keep myself well rounded i've always had interests in this guy andrew andrew Uckles. again he just does some amazing stuff for wildlife around the country and educating people on the dangerous animals we have here so yeah he, he's someone that comes to mind when I, I think three people that have been impactful because i do get stuck down with work a lot but it's good to have that escape from work and just totally switch off and relax and you know look look into another part or interest in my life i think it's it's a good thing because you can get totally obsessed with work and it works for a lot of people but i I think to keep myself well-rounded i've got to be able to switch off and then have these other people yeah that i look for yeah have something more than just work and that's right because i feel almost that the next day when i do go to work it's 100 percent work i'm not sort of my mind's not scattering anywhere else because I've had time to do that. So now it's just work. Hard. Yes. So uh, having someone like Andrew Eagles, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, um, thanks for hopping on the Future Trap podcast. Um, Seb from Capital Dense. So we'll obviously um, have everything in the description below um, if you're listening to this or if you're watching watching the uh, conversation on YouTube. Um, thanks for joining us, Seb. Thanks, Jermaine. Enjoyed it. Awesome.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Future Drive podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. It goes a long way to helping us. If you have any thoughts, questions, or comments, email us at hello at f-u-t-u-r-e-t-r-i dot b-e. If you haven't already, become a part of the tribe on Facebook. Go to f-u-t-u-r-e-t-r-i dot b-e slash f-b and invite your friends. We're just getting started and we would love to see you there. That's it from us. I hope this episode has empowered you to keep working on bettering your future. It's a pleasure to have you as part of the tribe. See you next time. Hello and welcome to the Future Tribe podcast. Each week we'll be talking about getting things done. We'll talk to people who've built up their businesses, pulled off amazing projects and cover everything from psychology and strategy to the tips and tricks that will help make your dream a reality. We're the podcast that's all about empowering the optimists and the go-getters. I'm your host, Jermaine Muller. You're listening to the Future Drive podcast and this episode is just getting started.